Bidzy Small Business Society number 102. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisov. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome to another episode of the Bidzy Small Business Society podcast. I'm your host, Rob Barasoff, and today I am joined by Nick Rathel. Nick is the owner of Content Core, which is a content marketing agency that focuses on startups. He believes that the right words can propel your business to incredible heights. Nick also helps entrepreneurs become published authors with a strategy he calls the seven-hour book. I'm excited to dig in here for more. Welcome to the show, Nick. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Thank you. Thank you, Rob. It's good to be here. About myself... I think the first thing that people need to know is I'm an avid podcast listener. So that's really how I found your show. And I think if my memory serves me correct, Rob, you helped me get through a long long distance run or a long distance uh, climb up a hill because I tend (laughs) to listen to podcasts when I'm running. So you literally helped me to get over a difficult time. So thanks for that. Love it. Uh, Then with respect to what I'm up to these days, I'm up to as you mentioned in the intro, helping small business owners with creating books. And specifically, what we do at Content Core is we help small business owners to leave a legacy and to attract new opportunities through their book. So why is that important? Why are you focusing on books rather than creating other media or other content, Nick? We do other content, and we have in the past, but a book... It's, it gives you a legacy, is what we found. It gives you a platform as well, and it really can become your calling card. It's, it's a business card that people don't throw away. People don't throw away books, not usually. They burn them, maybe, in the case of Fahrenheit 451, <laughs> but when you give someone your book, they keep it. Often they read it. They also come to see you as an authority. Because not that many people write books, even fewer people publish them. So when you have that content, that book out there, it really just establishes you as someone to watch. It establishes you as someone to trust. Also, it gives you that legacy. We remember 
for example, Ogilvy, because of his book. We remember, for example, fictional J.K. Rowling because of her Harry Potter books. She's an authority on fiction writing because of those books. So a book really gives you that legacy to build on. In addition, I wanted to point out to your listeners too that a book attracts new opportunities to you in ways that you could never really have anticipated. What I mean by that is you have this platform now. You have this item out there that people are going to find in many different ways. They're going to find it through Amazon, oftentimes. They're going to find it through your website. Maybe they download chapters of it. So you have all these potential opportunities that you didn't have before for people to find something you've created that shows you're an authority, then come back to you from it. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about that legacy and with an actual book, that tangible item, uh, you know, there's that level of permanence that you don't get with digital content and online content. And let's face it, I'm looking at a bunch of what I feel are trophies on my bookshelf and in my home office, right? That's, that's how I feel about it. That's correct. Look at, for example, in the content sphere, Jay Bayer. Hug Your Haters, his other titles, those are securing his legacy and his authority as an expert on content. There's plenty of other authors like that, but each of them has secured their legacy and their authority status through the books. Jay is a great content creator. Nice plug there. Now, let's talk about this. How did you get your start? What did you see as an opportunity to launch your business by helping other business people create content? Sure. I got my start looking back over the years, well over a decade ago. At the time, I helped an author doctor, if I remember correctly, self-publish their book. And this was, for your listeners' benefit, this was long before the Kindle. This was long before self-publishing really became the juggernaut that it is today. So at that time, when we were doing it, I, I really just didn't think that you would write a book or that you would publish a book for any reason other than to sell copies of it. I mean, we hear about what the New York Times bestsellers, we hear about different newspapers, other charts that people try to climb. You try to sell millions of copies. So I thought that was why you wrote a book. That was why you published it. But in working with this doctor, I saw that he wanted to use this differently. He wanted to use this as a marketing tool. His, his basic idea was not just to put this out there, but then to use it to get into a consulting career or to get into a speaking career. And that ended up, I don't know his final stats, but it ended up, I would imagine, earning him substantially more from those projects, from those gigs, than he ever would have from just selling copies of the book. So forgive my uh, naivety here, and maybe the crudeness of the question, but he, he essentially created a sales funnel with the book. Is that right? That's entirely correct, yes. Absolutely, great. Now... Can you talk more about your strategies with the seven-hour book? Can you walk us through some of those specific strategies that you have with that side of your business? Sure. I can go probably midway into it because the actual hours of the book are catered specifically to the people who go through it. On the whole, though, the seven-hour book really came about because many of the business owners that we talked to had a book inside of them. They wanted to write a book. They liked the idea. They understood 
that it builds that legacy, that it builds that authority. The thing is, though, they didn't have time. They're doing many different things. They have many other priorities. They don't have time. Using then principles that I know personally from productivity, using a number of test cases that we tried out, we were able to boil the entire process down to about seven hours. Using those, we then can create the book. We can then create some marketing for it. And we can walk through the entire self-publishing process in a professional way to give them a final product that they're pleased with, a final product that they're in a position to get some of that, some of those new opportunities attracted to them, and something that's not going to take weeks or months or even, in the worst cases, a year. Sure, and you're giving them some of the marketing tools to really make a splash and get the content out there as well, right? Yes, that's correct, because really, in the case of a book, as with other forms of content, the content itself needs to be excellent, more so today than ever before. Yet it also needs to have the marketing side. I've often heard it said that it can't just be content. It can't just be marketing. It needs to be content marketing. So if you're going to have a book, it needs to be the same way. Man, it's a noisy place out there. We need to find a way to cut through all that noise and uh, you know, identify ourselves as somebody that needs to be heard. Now, let's shift gears a bit here, Nick. As entrepreneurs, we'll inevitably come across some bumps in the road. And Nick, you're enjoying some success, but I'm sure it wasn't always that way. Can you take us back? What sticks out in your mind as the biggest challenge you faced in business or otherwise? And I'm looking for some actionable steps that you took to overcome, to embrace and overcome that challenge. Absolutely. I'm happy to answer this one because I would imagine that many of your listeners struggle with the same issue. That issue being the so-called shiny object syndrome. I have come up though with some ways to fight it and at best keep it at bay. What I've done is create what I call an idea graveyard. The concept essentially is I have a notebook where I jot down ideas as they come to me by the truckload often, as I'm I'm sure you find. The ideas then, when I place them in this notebook, I regard them as just being dead, completely dead until whatever I'm working on at the moment is finished. Then at that point, and only at that point, I'll go back to this, quote, graveyard, and I'll see which ideas didn't die. I'll also see which ideas might not be good on their own, but that I can stitch together into sort of a, sort of a Frankenstein's monster, if you will, uh, to kind of build another idea from those. It's a good idea to create that idea graveyard, guys, and uh, decide what's important so you're not distracted by those bright, shiny objects, those squirrels running by all the time, right? Yeah. Now, Nick, talk about some of your rewards. Why is it so great to be Nick Rathel? Oh, goodness. Well, that's a little bit of a loaded question. <laughs> I would say, first and foremost, the one of the rewards would have to be just the thrill of helping small business owners to leave their legacy, becoming, in many respects, more than just another business owner. That really is kind of the name of the game of what we're doing. Uh, that would be everyone from repairmen and builders to CPAs and lawyers. So I just really enjoy helping them with that. 
beyond that, though, I would say it's it's really kind of a personal reward would be the feeling and the knowledge I've come to that anyone can have success as a business owner. You don't need an advanced MBA. You don't need family connections. You really don't need any of that, that anyone can do it. So that's that's really one of the most rewarding things I've found that I enjoy sharing and passing on whenever I can to people. Look, man, we're living in a dynamic entrepreneurial environment. I think it's never been easier to create content, to create a business and create success for ourselves on our own terms. Right, Nick? It is. And I would also add that it's thanks in large part to the resources available to help you learn, including shows like this. Thanks a bunch, Matt. I appreciate that. I think there's some real value in what we're doing, and that's in large part uh, a result of people like you, man. <laughs> uh, and the other guests you've had on as well. I mean, we mentioned before the call uh, the founder of Snappa, Chris, him, some of the other guests you've had since then and before, all really are contributing great knowledge out there to the pool of business resources to help those people who are struggling or maybe are making a go of this part-time, helping them to really get on their feet and get going. Great knowledge, great tools, and Christopher Gimmer, great episode, and uh, he's got a fantastic tool, which in no way am I affiliated with at this point, but Snappa, great tool, check it out. Now, the answer to this may be pretty obvious to some degree, Nick, but I'm looking for your words. Can you tell us what methods are you using right now to engage with and grow your audience? To grow our audience? It's an interesting question to hear, because one of the things we do with the seven-hour book is we help our clients find their audience. So with respect to finding audiences, I could go into strategy after strategy after strategy on helping the people we work with. On our end, though, typically clients come to us as referrals. Within that, our audience is business owners. So we're getting referrals from business owners to fill the pipeline, if you will. Certainly some different ways to look at that question, but Nick, I'm looking for some suggestions that you would give to the up-and-coming entrepreneur about gaining some traction out there, if you could. I can, because I've been there. I would imagine you've been there. We all have, really. I think the biggest thing initially is to get out there. You cannot, if you really want to grow and you really want to succeed at this, you cannot stay in your cubicle or in your bedroom or wherever it is that you work, in isolation, working on an idea that has not been tested, looking at a list, a contact list of maybe 10 people who you know, who are the only 10 people you know, who could really help this business to succeed. You cannot stay in isolation like that. You need to get out. You need to pound the pavement. You need to go to networking events. You need to email random people asking them for advice, asking them for help on what you don't know, and you need to build those connections. You might even approach a certain podcast (laughs) and talk to the host. Maybe he knows something that could help you, not to put a plug in. Thanks so much for that, man, and I'm glad uh, that you used some of those networking skills to reach out, and I'm so grateful that we're having this conversation as a result of that. Cheers to that, man. Now, Nick, we've talked about it throughout, but I want you to expand just a little bit more. Why is it so important to have a coach or a mentor in business or in life in general? Because it's someone who has already been there. There's a very 
very good quote about this from Tony Robbins, however you feel about him. He does have this quote, which is that success leaves clues. That's essentially what you're getting when you have a coach or you have a mentor. You have someone who has had success, who can teach you, who also can give you, just by being around them, can give you clues as to what to follow, what to think, what you might do as you adapt their policy, their direction into your own. What you could do to achieve some of the success they have, maybe achieve success like them, but in a different respect on your own, it gives you that framework to work with, that model, if you will. Is there anybody in particular that you follow right now? That's a good question. I enjoy have something of a financial and economic background. So I enjoy following people like Charlie Munger, um, people like George Soros. That's sort of on the finance side. I would say, in addition to that, probably people, um, I think Elon Musk, of course, who doesn't like him. I would say Branson. I'm a huge, huge Richard Branson fan, have been for many years. I would say those, those entrepreneurial types. Then I would also say, the younger generation of entrepreneurs. People, for example, who are in more of the millennial audience. Uh, people such as uh, Ramit Sethi, people such as Tim Ferriss, um, people of that sort who are a little on the younger side, they haven't necessarily earned their stripes the way Buffett has. They haven't necessarily earned their stripes the way Branson has. But they're well-established. They have some great ideas they also are very entertaining. That would be who I'd say is in my following list right now. Man, you are speaking my language with Ramit Sethi and Tim Ferriss. Absolutely love both of those guys. Now, towards the end here, Nick, I might be jumping around a little bit. Forgive me for that, but do you love to win or hate to lose and why? Hmm. I would say hate to lose. The reason being that it's never... It's never fun, I don't think, to lose. The feeling as well weighs tons. They say regret, I forget the exact wording, but it's pain weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. I think that losing is the same way. That if you win, that feels great. But it weighs ounces compared to losing because losing brings up those regrets. Losing, you wonder, what could I have done differently? There's the pain of what might have been. I love that answer. I don't often hear the hate to lose side, but I love that perspective, man. Now, give us something actionable here. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? I go running. I love running long distances. There's there's an infinite number of roads out there and trails out there to run. Uh, one of my life goals potentially would be to run the more interesting ones. Within that, I've, goodness, I've run in the streets of Ho Chi Minh City, dodging motorcycles. Uh, I've run high above Barcelona, looking down at the city, getting some great views. I, I love distance running, either alone or with people. It's just one of the things that I enjoy doing and I enjoy doing to relax. Now, boil this thing down for us, Nick. What is the one piece of advice you'd like to share about creating engaging content that will help small business owners and entrepreneurs succeed? I would say 
it comes down to the skill of time management. Time management and to a lesser degree, focus. With time management, you don't have more than 24 hours. Yet at the same time, that's a really great thing because it forces you to manage well. You can only do, you only have that that period to operate in. So if you can be efficient and you can know where your hours are, know how you're spending those hours, you can get so much done. Now, going to content. Content comes into time management because you cannot, even if you wanted to, you cannot do all forms of media, all forms of content. There's not enough hours in the day. You don't have the billions upon billions upon billions of dollars it would cost to do every single piece of content out there. So you need to manage that and you need to, to use the other part of this, focus on that. You need to figure out what is the best use of time with regard to content. Then what do you want to focus on of the content that you've chosen? So I would say that that is probably a good place to start. We need to align our focus. We need to manage our time. And like we said earlier with a coach or mentor or consultant or just someone to hold us accountable, you know, we need that outside perspective to get us out of our bubble, to get us out from behind the computer in our home office. You know, small business owners and entrepreneurs, it's easy sometimes to get stuck in that bubble, get somebody to have some of that outside perspective for you, Nick, right? You do. And I want to recommend a good book to your listeners around that subject. You might have read it, Rob. I know I certainly have, and I've benefited from it. It's called The One Thing by Gary Keller. I have not read it. It's a great book because it teaches you a number of, a number of lessons in regard to focusing, in regard as well to managing your time. One of those being the 80-20 rule, but not just the 80-20 rule. 80-20 of 80-20 of 80-20. So there's some very mind-blowing, mind-bending sort of material in that book, which I would definitely recommend to your listeners. If you can, just put a link to it in the show notes so our listeners know which book it is and hopefully can benefit from it. Certainly will, Nick. Now, let me ask you this. What does the future look like for you and your business? It's bright. The reason being, not only are we growing, but we've also just launched a new service. The service being for business owners who feel like a book is trapped in their head. With this, what we do is we help them to get the book out of their head and see if it makes sense for them to go and actually write the book. So we we call it, around the office, we call it getting it out of your head, but uh, looking for a, a more formal name as we develop it further. Now, Nick, I understand that you have a gift for our listeners for the Small Business Society, and I'm hoping you could talk about that right now, as well as talking about how people can connect with you if they want to learn more about you and your business. Yes, I do have a gift. Uh, What I've done is create a special page for you and your listeners with some bonus items based on our seven-hour book, based on the book planning process in general, also to help them grow their business overall. Your listeners can visit that page at contentcore.net with a forward slash of Bidzy, B-I-D-S-Y, 
So that would be content core, core like the Marine Corps with an S, and then forward slash Bidzy is where they can find it. And how can people connect with you? Best way is probably through our main page on our website, contentcore.net. Great stuff, Nick. We appreciate your generosity and we appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us today on the show on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care, man. Thank you for having me, Rob. It's been an honor. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 